Welcome to Go Sim Club, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and simple world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vikalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simple the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo. Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devora Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. Welcome back, everybody, to another wonderful episode of Go Simcha, the podcast. Um, you just heard our intro. It's time for joy. It's time for Simcha. Hear that every single week. Well, now we actually have the pleasure to have the one and only Michal Przanski on our show, the guy behind that song. And it's to his credit, I asked him when we first started the show if I could use that song, his song, as the intro for our show. He gave a bracha. He said, Basimcha. And now 35 episodes in, we got him on the show. So welcome aboard, Michal. It's a pleasure to have you. I've been chasing you since the beginning. So I think, I think it's time to get down to it and start schmoozing. So what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, how are you? Great to be on the show. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. We got cruise control here. We're going to roll on cruise control here. And we're going to just sit and learn a little bit more about you. Um, I have to say, your music is fantastic. You're one of the many Jewish singers out there that can really pull off English music and do it right. How'd that happen? How'd you get involved in... How'd you, how were you able to pull that one off? You mean as far as like the, the English songs like? Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people try to do English songs... And some are good, some are not so good. But like your your stuff is 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 great. Like when I first heard "Shooting for the Moon," I, I didn't believe it was a Jewish song. Like before I even knew who you were, before I knew, well, I'm telling you, I didn't I didn't think it was like a Jewish song. It was very inspiring, is very powerful, very uplifting. And then I found out, I was like, oh wow, this this is a Jewish song. Very cool. Yeah. Well, there's a story about that as well. But um, actually, that that song originally wasn't really meant for the Jewish market. Uh, but after hearing it, I was like, wow, this is a really, really inspirational song. Let me, let me try to put together a little, um, a low part. And then we, we had a middle and next thing you know, we had a song, but originally it, it, uh, it wasn't exactly meant for the Jewish market, but I think it's a great song in the Jewish market. No, for sure. It, so, so you say this, it wasn't meant for the Jewish market. What does that mean? You, you write music for well, other people? No, no. The composer, he had it. He had it. He kind of had it for a different uh, genre. He wasn't thinking about Jewish music. He was thinking maybe uh, using it as a commercial of some sort. And then when I heard it, I'm like, no, no, no. This song's got to be on my album. It's a great, inspirational, feel good song. No, that's so, what uh, I'm Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's so that's what happens. So that's what happens. We got that song, and and thank God, it's uh, people really love it. People really love it. Yeah, I, I have, I'm a big fan. So so going back, probably however long it was, how did you get started in the music business? 
because it seems like you've been around for a while. You got five albums out there. You're pretty popular. How did you get, how'd you, how'd this all begin? How'd you get started in music? Well, I'm singing since I'm a little kid. Um, I joined Miami Boys Choir when I was like, I don't know, 12, 13. And after that, of course, I had a real, I felt I had a real hush for singing. And um, I was singing at weddings and everything. And then uh, I met Yochi Briskman and uh, we decided to do an album together. And that was back in, in 2003. And, uh, and here we are. Wow. That, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we actually had, um, we had last week, we had Dovey Shapiro um, on former Miami Boys Choir um, alumni as well. And he was pretty entertaining. But that's, that's cool. So you started in the choirs, you moved your way up, did weddings, and now you're doing this. You're doing this full time. This is like a full time gig. Like you're one of these guys out there who's doing this every single night or you got, you got, you got. Uh, yeah, job. no, this is what I do. This is what I do. And I love it. I have a passion for it. I love it. I like making people happy. Um, you know, Baruch Hashem. That's great. You know, like we talk about this a lot on the show that sometimes, you know, even though you have a passion for it and you guys are really, really good at it, it sometimes in the Jewish world, it's not necessarily your full-time Parnassah. But then we have people who come on our show who actually, this is a full-time Parnassah. And it's really, truly amazing to see that you're able to do this. Um, now, I was talking about your English music before. How how did you how did you find that knack for it? Because like I said, you know, I've heard a lot of a lot of guys try to put out English songs. Sometimes it sounds good, sometimes it doesn't. But like your stuff just sounds like so like real, like so good. How'd that how my first Well, I'll tell you, I mean, I have a knack for putting down English songs, you know. I, I there's a way to put down a song, especially an English song. You have to put it down uh, when you record it, you have to put it down a certain way. And uh, my first English song was called You're Watching Me. And I heard it on Pesach from Rabbi Yisachar Fran. Uh, it was just an amazing, amazing, inspirational story. And I was so uh, uh, inspired by that story that I decided to make a song out of it. And it was a pretty big hitch. Um, You're Watching Me. Wow. And, and then it just kind of like, it just kind of took off from there like your 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 style and your knack for all these types of things just kind of kind of flowed with it i see it, yeah, it's yeah i mean i grew up i grew up listening to mbd so i'm a big mbd fan and he put down an english song quite well as you know right um and uh yeah i have a knack for it and and i should definitely do some more you reminded me now i should definitely do some more english songs in the future because because people love it. it gives them a lot of inspiration and physics right because you know like it, it it, when people hear something in their own language, even though like most people know Hebrew, know, understand the psukim um, to a certain level, to a certain degree, it's good to hear these types of things in English, especially if it's brought out right, because it does give a lot of chizik to people. It brings it brings people to higher place. It makes you feel good. It makes you makes you really feel that music, and I, I think it's, I think it's good. Which, yeah. you know. uh, I agree with you. I have, I have a new uh, a new single coming out. And it's uh, it's called Choseri Lecha. It's it's in Ivrit, but it's it's going to be a lyric video. And my plan is to put not just the Hebrew lyrics, but also the English lyrics bouncing around the screen, so people know what it means, so they could translate it and and feel and feel what it means. Wow, that's that's really smart and really really cool. And and that way people will be able to really connect with the song. So now we're going to take a quick moment to hear a word from our sponsors. 
We've come to the time of year again with the 2019 Ura auction with prizes much bigger than before. Just you wait, see what we have in store. Sold tickets to Israel and big fat check in the shade zone jewels to put on your neck. Pay your rent, get a car, let us clear your debt. Go relax and win some weekly cash. We'll cover your tuition bill and maybe give you a new van. We'll send you on a trip nearby or to the Holy Land. Shop online or in New York, you'll get a great big shopping spree. Your $50,000 you can take home instantly. It's easy to enter, just call us or go on. Just make sure you do it before you run out of time. More than $600,000 in prizes, only $5 a prize. Enter now at uraauction.org or call 1-877-7-AUCTION. Music, it's all about connecting with the music. I happen to be a musician myself. I, I, I play a number of different instruments. I used to write music. And oh, wow. that's, that's part of the reason I love doing this show is because I, I know how I get to connect with you guys on this type of level. I don't know, you, pro- you know, you probably do interviews with other people and they talk about your album, things like that. But like, I find that when we talk with people, with our guests, like I'm able to connect with you guys on a musical level. Um, and I think that's really smart what you're doing because you're able to bring, like take that song and bring it to the, pe- bring it down to the level of people listening to you. And you'll it'll bring tremendous physical, bring tremendous positivity and, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have no idea how many people, I mean, have come over to me over the years about you're watching me or the song Show Me the Way. Um, literally, so many people with so many different stories and backgrounds, how it helped them and inspired them. So, so you know, it's a, it's a good schuss. Nice. So, so what's with all the nicknames? It seem, you, you seem to have a lot of nicknames. <laughs> well, the last one, I didn't use the nickname. The last one was Shooting for the Moon. No nickname last. But uh, till then, we had a lot of nicknames. Yeah, till then, we had a lot of nicknames. The first one was Ashrecha. No nickname. Then right. came uh, Prusbol, Right. we thought was pretty nifty because, um, you know, it was, it was the year, year of, 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 of Shemitah. Right. And uh, so we came up with the Prusbol, and uh, we thought that was a nifty idea. Then came the MP3 idea. We kept on the uh, on the uh, on the Michal Przanski MP3 idea, and then the uh, the Prus Control. Prus After control. that, that was the fourth album. After the by the fifth album, we said enough with the nicknames, and we went to um, Shooting for the Moon. Shooting for the Moon. Yeah, Prus. You know that you go back to normal, I suppose. But now you're like the Shaquille O'Neal of of of, Jew, of Jewish singers. You know Shaquille O'Neal has a, num- a many different nicknames. You're like you're like the Shaq of Jewish music over here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'll take it as a comment. Thank you. Fair enough, man. Um, so so back to shooting for the moon. Like I was listening to the I've listened to the album a number of times. Um, I know it's not. I know it's technically your most recent one, but it has a lot of great musical components to it. Um, and I was listening to it today for like, I don't know how, what, what number of time it was, but every time I listened to each track, like it, it said something, it, it, told, it brought out a different message to me. And I found that like the way it was composed, the way everything was put together and the types of, the types of songs you had on there were just really, really cool and really, really, really well put together. So first of all, why did you call it shooting for the moon? Like, why was that the title track? Well, like, like I mentioned before, after I heard that song, Shooting for the Moon by Ellie Schwab, right. and um, I was really blown away by the song and the, and, the, and the feel and the idea of the words. And um, I said, you know, that's, that's the title track. It's, it's, a, it's an inspirational, confident song. You know, just to name it another, you know, 
Asherecha, whatever, you know, I thought Shooting for the Moon would be the track, uh, title track. And I think, uh, I think it was, it, it, it really went, went its mark. Nice. You know, when I first, when I, like, I don't know how I stumbled upon your music. Like it was, it was when I first was starting the podcast, when I was like in the process of getting right, everything ready to go and starting the podcast. I don't know how I stumbled upon your music, but then I heard Bo in your code and I was like, Oh my gosh, this song, this is, this is like, this is it. This is like the theme song. I was looking for a song, like a theme song for our intro. And I was like, this is it. And I remember that's when I contacted you and I was like, Hey, can I use your song for my intro? Because it just totally, it totally screamed what we're doing. It's time for joy. It's time for Simcha. And I, I fell in love with that song. I used to put it on every single day. And then, and then now people get to hear it every single week. So it's pretty cool. What, what was up with well, that song? Yeah, well, first of all, first of all, thank you. Um, actually, sec- definitely second place for naming the title would have been Boner Code. But we decided to go shoot for move. But Boner Code, we knew would be a big hit song. Um, it's got a great feel. Yeah. Um, great arrangement. Time for joy. Time for simcha. And that was composed by um, the Israeli duo um, uh, Yitzi Berry and Ellie Klein. And they're they're wow. really talented, uh, really talented guys. And and the arrangement came out just great. And and people have been playing it DJ by a lot of simchas, a lot of weddings. People have been playing it. Um, very popular as a DJ song. Very popular. It's just, it just gets you out. It just makes you want to dance. You know, it's, it's exactly yeah. what it's called. It's exactly what it's called. And like I said, you know, it, it, it really, it really popped in my house. Like, Oh my gosh, I gotta put, I gotta, this is, this is going to be the theme song for our show. And Kanan Hara, you know, we're, we're, we're going. Yeah, it does make you dance and, and it's, it's, uh, it's got a great following and people are playing it all over the world. I've seen clips of it all over the world in Israel as well. So that's awesome. Um, thank God. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. That's really awesome. You know, it's it. it you said you, it was composed by by the Israelis. It it really has an Israeli like a like a, a very Israeli sound to it. Like the, in certain parts of in certain parts of the track, it has a very Israeli sound to it, which is cool. And is and it's like I said, you know, it's good dance music. Gets you out of your seat and everything like that. Um, so kudos to you, my friend, kudos to you. What, what, were some, what were some of the other tracks that you liked on the album? Like what was some of the other stuff that you, that you enjoyed? I mean, I'm sure you liked all of them, obviously. You're going to say you yeah, liked all well, of them. Right, right. Well, that's true. Otherwise, I went to pick them. But once we're talking about um, Ellie Klein and Yeti Berry, um, they made a song called Kol Mavakesh, which is really a beautiful, um, it's like what we call an umpa song. It's a little it's between slow and fast. And it's, uh, I, I, like, I like the words, you know, whoever is in need of something and he davens for someone else who has the same problem, um, that person that davens first will be answered first, you know. Right. So I, thought, I thought that was uh, a, beautiful, a beautiful song. And uh, um, it is a beautiful song. Um, and uh, yeah, listen, I had a few, quite a few different composers on that. Uh, Yitzhi Waldner. Uh, Yochanan Shapiro. Um, so uh, we had quite a, quite a, you know the usual crew of, of, of right. good composers and good good arrangers. We had uh, Jan and um, so, he's cool. Uh, he he was a guest on yeah, the show. You're right. Is that right? Yeah, I, I we had him on we had him on the show and he brought some great insight into into the back end of the, of the whole music business. 
he the guy's a genius. The guy's a, a, oh, a, he's unbelievable. He arranged he arranged uh, every big song. He arranged every big song. I mean, he's, he's super talented, super talented guy. Yeah, for sure. So I, I noticed that you you like you you have you like doing there's you like doing videos. You have a couple music videos out there. They look pretty cool. Look pretty fun. What what was what was your favorite? What was your favorite video to do? I mean, shoot, you had shooting for the moon. You had another one with magical glasses. What what was your favorite? What was your favorite video to do? Well, uh, I was one of the one of the earlier ones really to do music videos before it became more popular. I had a video and that was back in 2007 so um you know there weren't there weren't that many videos back then um so you know i i definitely got a kick out of doing these videos a lot of fun um and it gives some nice good kosher entertainment for uh, everybody as well um so it's hard to say you know some of them were serious like you're watching me the 9-11 video um, so, you know, some of the videos make them cry and some of those make you laugh and that's the idea. Nice. How long have you been doing this? How long have you been in the music business for? You said you, your video went back to 2007. How long have you been doing this for? Yeah. So now that first album with Yochi Rism was 2003. Wow. So that 2003 is when I came out my first album. And of course I've seen it professionally way before that. So I'm doing it quite a while. I'm doing it quite a while. Wow. That's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. That it, you know, good for you. Good for you. You know, you you know, you're doing what you love. Do you actually play any instruments, or you're just a singer? Because I know some of these guys. No. Some of these guys we talk to, they're they're just singers. Some of them are composed. Some of them also play instruments. You don't you don't play any instruments? No, I dabble in guitar, but uh, never really. Uh, never really uh sat on it long enough you know so i decided you know just just keep it to the professionals and i just i just do the singing which i love which i love do what you're good at yeah you know we do shows of course also doing quite a few Pesach shows um you know hanukkah shows and Sukkot shows of course um so between shows and weddings and mitzvahs, you know quite busy nice What's that like? I mean, to, to be able to be booked for Pesach shows, to go to these hotels and, and, and do shows and things like that. What's that like? Because I know a lot, of, a, lot of these, a lot of your contemporaries and a lot of the guys we have on the show, like they also like, they get booked for hotels and they get sent around. They go to all these different places. What, it, must, it must be crazy, you know? Well, it's a lot getting around town, going from one place to the other. You know, you got you to gotta finish one show and then sometimes you could do two shows in one night. And sometimes you can do three shows in a day, you know, if you do an afternoon show and then, and, and you know, an evening and then a night show. So it does get crazy. It does get crazy, but that's the time that uh, there's great demand for, for, for singers. So, you know, you do what you got to do. Oh, for sure. I'm saying, have you ever, have you ever been um, brought on to one of these hotels? One of these, one of these big old pay oh, programs? Many, many years. I'm doing it many, many, many years. Yeah, many, many of them. I'm, I don't remember too many Pesach uh, at home. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be nuts too, you know? Like you got to fly out to all these different places and, 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 and <laughs> perform for people over Pesach when you're trying it's to hard. enjoy. It's hard, it's hard when you're traveling and you're singing. 
it's it's uh it's not easy. It's not easy. And you gotta keep your voice up, you know. Same thing diving Rosh Hashanah Kippur, you know, you dive Rosh Hashanah Kippur and and you have gigs before it, you know, you gotta always keep your voice uh in good shape. Wow. Well, listen, you know, this is the life of a singer. You know, you're always constantly, you always got to constantly keep your, keep your voice straight. You got to keep yourself up, like maintain, well maintained so that, you know, something doesn't cost for something happen. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you in the, in, um, in your career? Let me think about, let me think about that one. <laughs> um, there's a few close ones. I remember one winning where, um, the Chaz and Akala were about to come out for the first dance. And um, uh, the one-man band, he lost power to his keyboard. Oh. And, uh, you know, we had to stall and then and, uh, twining uh, electric wires together. Oh. It was a little scary, touch and go, but we got it on and, and everything was good. But, you know, there's always pressure stories like that that come up. Always, you know, pressure stories that, that can come up. And you have to know how to uh, juggle. Here, oh. yeah, and another another time, a similar similar thing. The power went off in the middle of, in the middle of a small concert. Oh wow! And I start talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> so must go on. I start talking to them and think stories. You know, it's so much time. go on. So, uh, yeah. Story time with Bruce Control. <laughs> if if need be, if need be. That, that's cool. So, so I recently saw a video of yours um, on on YouTube. Um, you're sitting down with a dude with a big beard eating some cholent. What was up with that? How was that for you? What was that experience like? That was a that was a, a riot. That was probably the most fun I had filming a video. It, because it, yeah. this guy from Crockpot is really funny, and I had to keep a, a straight face on and a lot of acting so that I wouldn't burst down in laughter. <laughs> and uh, that was a lot of fun. I must, I must say, that was a lot of fun. It brought back my uh, my camp days. The camp days? What do you mean? <laughs> well, in, in camp, I did a lot of acting. You know, besides singing in camp, I did a lot of acting. And this was, um, you know, this was a humorous comedy, a comedy skit. Of course, I was I was a straight man, but <laughs> I, I had a good time doing it. I really had a good time. In case they don't know, it's 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 Crockpot version three. That's funny. Was the challenge good? Be honest. The challenge was okay. Yeah. The was okay, but you know, having the kishka, Milmar kishka thrown at my head was, you know, threw me off kill a little bit. That's funny. Was was it was it Thursday was it Thursday cholent or was it regular weekday cholent? Because you know some people just can't eat cholent like any time past thir- like Thursday and not Thursday. Friday Shabbos, Chalant's good. Anytime, anytime for uh, that. We're, we're, you know, I, I live in Flatbush, so Chalant every, every night of the week is no problem. Oh God! <laughs> All right, fair enough. Now I'm I'm from out of town. I'm from Detroit. We we generally don't. We, just, we're not. just Thursday night. Just Thursday nights or just Shabbos itself. Thursday night. We're 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 Thursday night Chalant people. Nothing nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. You, you 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 should expand. I, I should definitely expand. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So, so it's funny. Like, I know it's silly to ask the question, but usually on the show we have a, we always have this running debate with our guests. Like, what do you prefer, albums or singles? Because a lot, and like 
a lot of people nowadays are putting out singles. But as we can see from you, you've put out five albums. So I, I, I definitely see, I definitely take it that you're a big fan of albums um, more so than singles. But you did mention something about a, a, a new single coming out. So what's your take on right. the whole thing in general? Well, albums, of course, in the past is the only way to go. But now, because everything is streaming, everything is streaming, you know, Apple Music and Spotify and YouTube. So singles now are the way to go because um, physically there's less and less CDs in the market. You know? So I think we're used to see a lot of albums. You'll be seeing more and more and more singles coming out. Right. No, I personally like albums. I find that each album tells a story. Each song in the album tells a different, it, the album is like a whole story and each song and each is, is a different part of the story. And I, and I find that you're, you know, even though they say, yeah, some people, some track, like some people listen to certain tracks and the rest of it's filler. I don't personally believe that. I think that every, every track on al every album is special and adds to the, adds to the, adds to the whole thing. But you're right with streaming services and everything like that nowadays, it, it's it's just crazy and, let, and less CDs in the store. So how do you guys how do you guys deal with that? Meaning everything's more or less well, free and available online. There, there, is, there, there is there is a benefit. Um, number one, singles will come out faster because many times a CD takes two years to put out. Right. So you can get a single out much faster. Um, and perhaps more more music videos because singles will be coming out with more music videos because a single without a music video doesn't really fly so well. So right. I think you'll be singing in the future, you know, much more singles, lyric videos or videos, you know, there'll still be albums, but I think right. we'll see much more of that. Lyric videos seem to be in now. It seems like a lot of people are doing lyric videos now. Like Shweki's done one, Art Goldwag does them. Like I see a lot of those popping up nowadays, and now you're about to do well, one. Yeah, the beauty, beauty about a lyric video is they can come out very quickly. So right. So if you have if you have the audio done, all you need is a good graphics guy uh, to add the graphics to the lyric video, and you can get it out. Whereas right. a, a full fledged music video, um, you know, you need a production team, you need a writing team. You right. know, so there's a lot more, a lot more to it. Oh, I know. I when I was young, when I was younger, I'm not, I'm not so I'm not so old. I just, I'm 29, but I used to do video production. I used to do full fledged video production, so I know how it works. I, I, I you know you, it takes time. You got to get everything in place, everything going on, and then you got to edit it, and then you got to put it. It's a whole it's a whole voda. But um, I hear that, and it's cool because you know people can people can connect with it. And the whole point of what you're doing is to be able to connect people, connect people. And that's like, you know, with every, with everybody's music, everyone has a different style of music. And I like your music. I find it very positive, very uplifting, um, very upbeat, even like your, your slower songs, they, they, they're still very positive. And I think it, I think it really shows. And, and now talking with you, like I can see it in your personality, it's, it, you're, you're a very positive, upbeat person. And it, Thank you. it brings, it shows in your music. So I always say, you know, when I write these, write these songs, they're, they're not just for the public, but they're for me too. And um, I always try to put positive messages, um, and it's good for everyone. It's good for everyone. No, for sure. I mean, that that's what it's all about. But like what I was saying before with the streaming music, like how how do you guys how do you 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 guys as the singers and 
like deal with it because most of it's like anyways free, right? So how do you how do you able how do you pe- how do you um, people still to well, buy your streaming stuff? music? You know, I iTunes still pays for streaming music. They still pay. They just right. don't pay as much. Right. They won't pay as much as buying an album. But we have online distributors. So every Spotify, every uh, Apple Music, Amazon Music, it all it all turns into some dollars and cents at the end of the day. Yeah. So it's still monetized. It's just not as big as it was before with the albums. You know, ten dollars and fifteen dollars. Yeah. Right. I hear that. But, but, but like anything else, you know, the world's always changing and technology is always changing, and you got to just uh, keep up with it. Right. No. Hundred percent. You got you got to be on you got to be on top of that game in order to to be able to keep staying afloat in the, in, in the music business because like the right. Jewish music world is not like is not like the secular music world where you know when you put out an album they're basically financing your album in, in hopes that you're gonna sell that you're gonna sell them here you guys are putting out money to create the albums to create the singles to do everything and then you're trying to hit put them on the shelves and make sure people are buying the CDs but um, sometimes people get to it before the, before the album's even released. I forgot who we had on the show. I think it was Coney Malecki. He was saying like, he gets people, he gets people telling him in the telegram and the WhatsApp chats that they heard his songs before his, they, they heard the whole album before it even hit the stores, you know? Yeah. You know, that's, 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 that's sad and painful because you put in so much money and so much time and effort. You really don't want that to happen. Right. No, uh, it, it's insane. Yeah. Unfortunately, there is a lot of that out there, which is, which is rough, but then there's a lot of people who buy who like to buy, you know, iTunes and they buy it legitimately, uh, which we appreciate by the way, to all your listeners. Um, and that, that helps pay back the, the huge expense of putting together this giant uh, collaboration. Right. No, for sure. It, 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 it's insane. Like Yoni Z and I were talking about this when Yoni was on our show, he was talking about this also. He's a very, very big, um, believer in paying for music obviously i mean it's his parnasa but like it, it's just it's just sad that when pe- the people go out there and and think that they can take it and get these things before it even hits the shelves and listen to it and send it around before you know it like pe- everyone everyone and their mother has their album and and you don't make right. a dime off of it it's it's a problem but now but now in the uh, singles world the digital world of, of, of lyric videos and singles i don't it won't matter as much you know right. what I'm saying? Right. I hear that. So, that's I think. Things are always changing. Things are always changing. Good. But um, definitely, as soon as I get my single ready, I'd love to uh, send it to you. Sure. And, and, and hear, what, hear your, uh, your, your take on it. By all means, please feel free. Send it over. Big fan. Um, and so that's, that's really your main project right now. Like I was going to say, what, what other stuff are you working on? It seems like this is what your main focus on right yeah, now. Right now, right now, that's what I'm working on at, at, at the moment. Maybe another music video to come, you know, I didn't get, I didn't start it yet, mm-hmm. but I would like to, I would like to, um, and, uh, keep them busy with the gigs. That's what we do. Good. How, how, how busy, how, how often do you do a wedding? It could be very busy. Now we're getting close to June, and June you could be busy every night. Wow. Uh, we're, we're talking about keeping your voice up to, in shape. It's it's uh, it's definitely you know um, 
you know, a lot of a lot of abuse. Baruch Hashem, so far uh, we've been hanging in there. Good. You ever like go days without talking just to make sure your voice is okay? Like you ever just be like, I'm just not gonna talk today, and and try to make sure your vocal cords are 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 healing there, because it seems like you are pretty. Not really. <laughs> not really like that, but if if it's you know obviously a gig after a gig, I won't talk as much or I'll talk lower, you know. But I never do one of those tiny D-boards to protect my voice type of thing. <laughs> you're, not, you're not that from, you're not so from, you don't do a tiny D-board over there. That's, that's Maybe good. one day, one day, you never know. Yeah, you, you never know. Uh, but yeah, it's true, it is coming up. It's busy, it's busy season for you, for, for all the wedding singers out there. And it, it's like, what's the craziest thing it's, you've ever done? Like, what's the craziest schedule you ever had? Like, how many weddings have you done back to back? And... I'm saying there's some 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 sometimes in June where you could do Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Wow, that, that's a lot. That's a lot. Wow. You know, you don't you don't want to be Thursday night's wedding. No, I'm kidding. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's taxing. But um, you know, you, like everyone else, you, you do what you got to do. For sure. You you ever travel outside? People ever book you outside of New York, the the, the New York area, or or you're you're more of a of local course. guy? Oh sure, sure. I've gone I've gone everywhere. You know, um, you know, all across the United States, of course, all the big cities, and um, Canada, of course. Um, been to uh, Europe, so so I get around, and you know, that's um, that's great. Always fun, always fun to always fun to go out of town. That's great. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite song that you've ever performed live? Hmm, that's a good one. Um, I probably I like to break that down usually into slow or fast. You know, um, I, I would say slow is one of my English songs. Either like you're watching me or show me the way. You know, definitely. Um, hard to narrow it down. Because um, I had some other Hebrew songs like Yerushalayim Harim Savavla, an Ari Goldwag uh, composition. Um, and Fast, Steig in the Torah, which was on my Prisbal album. Uh, you know, I can't narrow it down to one. <laughs> Hard to narrow it down to one, but I definitely have my favorites. Nice. What about Shooting for the Moon? You like doing that one live? Yeah, when I do Shooting for the Moon, I mean, a lot of kids are asking for it today. A lot of kids are asking for it today. So I just did that at Bar Mitzvah, like the other night, and uh, the kids are asking for it. So we give it to them. They like it. It's inspirational. That's great. Wow. Well, I have to say, it was it was it was a pleasure having you on the show. I finally got you, and it's cool that you're working on all these new projects. You're busy, Baruch Hashem. Um, you know, it's it's a schluss that I get to have your 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 song as my intro to my show, and I'll say it again. It's uh-huh. awesome. It's it's fun. I appreciate. And it. we finally we finally got you here to talk about your musical career, your life, what's going on with you, and you know, you're 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 doing good things. And I'm uh, a big fan of your you. music. And I, I, I wish you tremendous atzlacha in the future with this. You keep keep steiging, man. Keep doing your thing. Um, <laughs> and I look forward to hearing the single when it comes out. Um, so please, by all means, send it over to me. Send, um, 
let me um, love to hear it. Love to see what's going on with it. And again, I thank you so much for joining us on the episode this week. You got it. You, you really, you got it. We'll, we'll, God will be on the show again soon. Yeah. Looking forward. Looking forward. All right. It, it's a pleasure and I'll, I'll catch you later. Thanks for, for coming by. Thank you. Take right. care. Bye. You've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simple the Podcast. For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at GoSimchaLive, and don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, Go Simcha!